Well, hello, everybody. Sorry for dragging that out. I am, you're noticing that I'm not playing the theme song. We'll get to that just in a second. So I'm recording this at 3 a.m. on January 21st. We recorded these next two episodes about two weeks ago. Now, I already needed to record this intro because there are some like content warnings and some other things that I needed to introduce. But this date that is today for me currently marks the end of H Bomber Guy's 50-odd hour Donkey Kong 64 livestream, which inexplicably raised over $320,000 for the trans support nonprofit Mermaids. And I was a part of it. May was a part of it. Elliot was a part of it. So many people were a part of it. I'm 100% certain that we are going to talk about this in a future episode, but I'm not sure when that episode will come out. So I just wanted to take a minute to address the stream while it's still present in our minds. Real quick, Elliot, who is May's boyfriend, who I've, I've said that three times already, he is a trans man. He just he has started a Discord exclusively for trans masculine people. So if that description fits you, you should go find Elliot on Twitter at your parents coke, which is your the singular Y-O-U-R-P-A-R-E-N-T-S-C-O-K-E. I will link Elliot's Twitter in the description of this video. So if you are a trans masculine person looking for support or a community, please, 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 please go check that out and find Elliot and message him and get in on that business because y'all need each other. We all need each other. A quick few content warnings. A lot of this first episode is just us joking around, but we do talk a bit about like misgendering and abuse and alcohol abuse. None of us has had like the easiest time coming up in this world, so we do get into a bit of that, but that's more an hour or two. Now, there is a bit of an audio issue with this recording, which is that... Uh, we had two very different microphones. May and Elliot had a boom mic pointed at them, whereas I was holding a mic in my hands, and they were two very different qualities of mics. So our audio quality generally is a little bit different. And I was so like energetic and excited and having so much fun that I wasn't really paying attention to my microphone position. So there is a lot of uh, pop from uh, my plosives, unfortunately. So it's really not that bad. I'm somebody who is very picky about it, and it's fine, but it's there. So be aware aware of that going in. Um, and the audio levels in general are kind of weird, but it's not unlistenable. <laughs> that's always a, a good way to start a podcast. Uh, it's not unlistenable. Anyway, that's all of those warnings. So the reason why there you we just started with me talking as opposed to the me channel theme is that officially now here in episode 41, we have retired Insane in the Rain's me channel jazz theme as the intro music, intro and outro music for the Trans Questioning podcast. A few weeks ago, trans musician Zoestra reached out to me and said that uh, she wanted to make a song for the podcast because she wanted to exercise her skills. And I said, sure, yeah, give it a shot. And she sent me just the sweetest, cutest possible music. And I love it. I love it so much. I want this podcast to feel welcoming on some level, and this is a song that I think is just, it's nice, it's simple, it's sweet, it, it, it's good. 
You can find Zoestra's other music, soundcloud.com slash Z-O-E-S-T-R-A. And of course, the link to that will be in the description from here until infinity. Now, her music is a lot more loud and noisy than uh, what you're about to hear. She asked me to warn you because it is very different from this, but you should go check out her music anyway. Okay, God. I've talked way too much in this intro. Uh, Thank you so much. There's not going to be a tag at the end of this episode. So uh, we're just going to jump right into it. I hope you enjoy. And then there's an hour or two, which is going to be its own episode. And then we'll be back again later on with more stuff. So enjoy the new intro music and have a wonderful end of your January and beginning of February. I love you. Uh, The world is good sometimes, actually. of the Trans Questioning Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and with me is another host, uh, May. Hi, I'm here too. And also, Elliot. Hi. What the it's fuck? Me. What? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> what, are you, who, what are you? Who are you? What? What's the deal here? I'm a if figment you, of your it, imagination. Well, that's not true because objectively you're being recorded onto a microphone for everyone to hear. It can't be fake. You can't you can't keep coming into situations and saying you're fake. You're not fake. <laughs> you're real. Hardcore. You're real. You got to so tell the people at home a little bit about what what is what is who who the fuck is Elliot? Yeah. Who the fuck is Elliot? So just uh, sort, of, sort of say your name and like other details. Okay. My name is Elliot. That's true. Um yeah. Ain't, ain't that the truth? I um, am from Washington State. I impulsively moved to Texas to come live with May. Hi. I was going to college, and I had a job, and I dropped both of them because uh, I was doing a lot of drinking over in Washington, and I didn't really want to keep doing that all the time. Kind of sucked. And it was just kind of a really bad environment over there. So I kind of just thought, well, change the scenery. And I haven't been drinking since I got here that as often. Um, <laughs> um, last night excluded. Yeah. Last night excluded where um, I got hammered and gave myself whiplash. You slam danced across an entire <laughs> ass dance floor for about how many hours? Um, just like one. No, that was like, that was an hour and a half at least. Almost two. It was an hour and a half. It was okay. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and um, I kicked a couple of people on accident, but that's just... They deserved it. That's Yeah, yeah. they deserved it. Yeah. Part of the experience. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. I was going to study film and psychology in college, but I feel like I can kind of just do that on my own time for the time being. I was going to study film, but now I'm studying this couch. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Well, you you now are friends with multiple professional film tubers. Yeah. So it's like, you don't fucking need it. Just watch nah, video essays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ask, yeah. ask May her opinion about uh, Citizen Kane. Hey, May. Did you know that Greg Toland 
Can we talk about Garrett? Oh no! <laughs> okay, we don't have to talk about Garrett. We can right? we can talk uh, before we before we uh, slip on into that hot goss. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I came. Uh, we're all in the same room once again. Uh, Kabam. Yeah. Pow. I came down to Texas because uh, nothing really. I was expecting a fun time, but we've been kind of bored. Yeah, nothing happened at all. Nothing happened at all. I didn't sleep till 2 p.m. today. No, yeah, that didn't happen. Wait the, a minute. Hold on. That like, is a it lie. Is, it is a it lie. isn't it's, even 2 p.m. Yeah, it's like noon. All right. when, yeah. Fuck y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you had a fucking live show last night. I did. I had a whole ass live show. I got up on stage and I abused myself for everyone's entertainment. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining. And my ex-girlfriend was there, and she was shook. Yeah. She's never seen me beat myself senseless for right. uh, a couple, like 20, 30 minutes. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Literally, before I went on stage, I was like, Elliot, slap me really hard in the face. And then the second that he slapped me, I'm like, it's go time. Oh, no. And then it just devolved from there. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about that in particular. No, I'm trying to set the scene here. Yeah. It was quite an extreme thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the thing I remembered you telling me like a long time ago is that like before you would play metal shows, you would have your band members just like Hit me. beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh. Maybe you, that could help. Well, yeah. I mean, I just feel like you got to get yourself in the headspace somehow. So that's sort of my, you know, right thing. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a, like stepping on an ant hill. Absolutely. That's a good. Uh, that's a good preparation t- technique. I feel like I should do that for more things. Right. Like I got to pay my taxes. Somebody kick the shit out of me, <laughs> and then I'll do it. Right. Uh, so, yo, uh, Sarah, do you have any hot? Uh, live show takes. Oh, uh, it was it sucked. <laughs> okay, that's about what I expected. But like, no, uh, no, it was great. It was a great time. Um, oh. I filmed most of it. I don't know what you're gonna do with that footage. We'll see. Yeah, like the audio, I cannot imagine it's that great. It's probably terrible. Yeah, but uh, I had fun with the visuals. Like there were a couple of times when I uh, uh, was just on the ground, like. Let's do Dutch angles, but instead of just like doing a Dutch angle, why don't we just turn the entire ass camera upside down? Dang. And then we're just going to keep spinning it. I did a lot of like slow zooms in and out. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun like following your face and just like, uh, it's, it's the sort of thing where if somebody hired me to do that and they're like, this is our big live show. We want you to record our show. Uh, they would look at my, that footage and they would fire me outright and they would say like, you're going to jail. You're going to jail uh, for for the crimes that you did, but I I kind of assumed that this is the shit. Like I was looking at just like the wide of yeah. you, like this is so fucking boring. And the the people at the very very front are just sort of like standing awkwardly, so there's just no energy. Yeah. So I'm gonna shake the I'm camera. Create the energy. Yeah, I'm gonna shake the camera like I'm bored on a Michael Bay set, and I'm just gonna fucking go for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Well, that's sort of so like fourteen. 15 people were there besides me and well it was closer to like 17 because there was an opener and and stuff which like i was expecting a pretty small turnout because i'm not that uh popular uh (laughs) it turns out and uh and also i it was a show in fort worth texas you know what the fuck so and it was very not promoted also at a very small theater you know small sort of gig 
But um, the energy in there was a little weird because, like, nobody knew what to expect from what was happening except for me. (laughs) And, like, they all just either, like, hid. They stood around in shock or uh, they were slam dancing. (laughs) Yeah, Elliot was super into it. Yeah, Elliot was super into it. Elliot did a lot of slam dancing. Would you like to comment on that? On the slam dancing? Just sort of anything. The show fucking ruled. I was kind of into the whole, like, small environment. And it was, like, it was a little bit nerve-wracking because, like, I've definitely done that shit at shows before, but I've never been, like, the only person doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I kind of just, like, well... <sighs> I had a few drinks beforehand and I just closed my eyes and kind of was able to like block out everyone else and just kind of focus on the music and like what was going on. It was fucking dope. Yeah. I don't know. May brought like a lot of energy to the show. She's like a really good performer. Oh, yeah. And um, Elliot, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Your pitchfork pitchfork review. Don't tell May I said that. Um... (laughs) She's a good performer. Um, <laughs> what did you say? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. So yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. What else? Garrett. It's the, other, the only other thing that happened is the fucking Garrett thing. Well, I don't know. There was some funky shit going on. My car oh, died yeah. forever. Your car died. Uh, we had an Uber to the show. Yeah. Which was kind of neat. Yeah, that was fun. Three trans people pile in some dude's car. Yeah. That was pretty rad. Yeah, guy didn't speak English. We're yeah. just like, here's like two keyboards and a stand. He's like, oh, you guys shit. do music. And we were like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then didn't Okay, well, see, see you. All right, yeah. let's sit in silence for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, pretty sure each of us had like a quarter of a bottle of wine. Oh, uh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Oh, another thing that I feel like happened when when I was at the show is, like, I've kind of always been in this mindset where, um, I don't know, I think it's interesting that, like, famous people, I guess, can kind of get away with acting like total fucking weirdos, and, like, no matter what they do, people will find it endearing because they're famous. And yeah. now, going to that show, um, I obviously wouldn't say that I'm famous, but most of the people who were there already knew who I was. Oh, which wow. Gave, yeah, it was it was weird. Like, um, one of the girls there knew me from Twitter, so I was like, I might as well just act like a total fucking moron. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it worked in my favor. It gave me an extra level of, like, confidence. Yeah. It's cool to be fair. Fa- well, the thing is, I, I do the opposite thing, where I, like, turtle shell when mm-hmm. people know who I am, where I just kind of, like, oh, like, I was, I really wanted them to have a green room, because, like, sitting in there before the show was really fucking awkward. Yeah. So I was just like, ugh, yeah. gotta get me out of this room filled with people who know who I am. Yeah. I, a couple people knew who I was and were fans mm-hmm. of my work, mm-hmm. and that was fucking bizarre. That's the first time that's ever happened to me. Someone bought us a round of drinks. Yeah. Rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Ugh, that sucks. But 
uh, yeah, bought us six angry orchards, and, uh, and we 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 drank. Them. Oh yeah, we drank them. A we, lot. we drank, drank the hell out of those yeah. those angry orchards. On stage, I had one, and then immediately when that was over, I was like, "Hey, is anyone in the audience gonna get me another one? That would be cool of you." And then Stacia immediately <laughs> ran up with another one, and I was like, "Thank God! Yeah, I'm not Stacia. gonna do this show sober." Yeah, it was a it was a real cool time. I don't know if there's anything left really to say about the live stream that happened with oh, Garrett. the Garrett thing. That was such a okay. Well, sort of to catch people up. Yeah, what, what had happened is uh, Garrett. A YouTuber who has canceled their account more than once yeah. asked me to be on a live stream with, with Jack Saint, who is another left left tube mm-hmm. person. Um, by it, the way, left tube is canceled, by the way. <laughs> hot take. Yeah. I go on this uh, live stream and they straight up, like, ignore me and do not let me speak. Yeah. And Garrett literally explains my videos to me and explains film history to me and film theory and film production, all of which I have a fucking um, yeah. uh, a whole ass bachelor's degree. Which you said uh, very early on in the podcast. Yes. See, this is why we got to go pick up your bachelor's degree, because at some point during the stream, you could have just like taken it out and like put it in uh, front of the camera. Put it in, oh, in front of the camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about now. I was like, this is an audio sort of thing. <laughs> that's Check a, it that's out. Can't hold the fucking... Sidetrack, I remember, this is like totally irrelevant, dumb, but like my cousin Tamina, when she was like eight years old, name drop, um, she would like call me on the phone and she would like take out all of her drawings and be like, see, see, look at this nice drawing I did. And you just have to pretend that you can oh. see it. Oh, <laughs> no. Because you didn't want to make her feel bad. Yeah. Oh, oh. that's adorable. Yeah, that was good. Uh, anyway, Garrett sucks. I can't believe that. I'm so mad about it still. Yeah, I... Uh, three fucking hours. And yeah. like, there was one part where I went to the bathroom, came back from the bathroom, 30 minutes passed, and Garrett was still just talking down to everyone. Yeah. And I held up a sign that said, hello. Yep. It's true. They then they they laughed, uh-huh, and moved on. Yes. And continued not including me. Well, they yeah, uh uh Jack sort of brought attention to it and he laughed and he's like, "Yeah, you talk." And you said, "Well, I well, I don't really have much to say about this. I don't have opinions about video games." And they're like, "Oh." And then they continued talking about they're what like, they were oh, talking about. They're like, "Oh, thank God. Time to keep talking. Let yay, the men can talk." Basically. Yeah, yeah. and it it really was like a uh the men are talking. Absolutely. And you're just... And then I was the thumbnail, which is neat. Yeah. But luckily, Garrett deleted all criticism. Right. Of course. And uh, I made a bit of a, a thing on it on Twitter, because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I need to stop allowing people to do this kind of shit to me. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yo, everybody, that fucking sucked, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was really pretty bad. Uh and then, like, Jack profusely apologized, which, you know... Yeah. Jack's probably a pretty good dude. I, I don't know Jack all that well, but... Yeah, he seems... I assume he's a pretty good dude. Yeah, he seems pretty cool. It's crazy how, like, every time something like this happens, people, like, lose their fucking minds, and you're just like, this literally happens to me every single day. Yeah. And it's just I'm because... I'm just tired of taking it. Yeah, you're, 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 you're <clears throat> talking about it openly, and so people are like, what? This is happening? And it's like, no, it literally happens all the fucking time. Yeah. You're just, like, too... 
I don't know. You just don't notice it or you enable it or you're doing it yourself. And people try to like distance themselves from that and be like, oh, I'm not doing or not people. uh, Men. Men will try to distance themselves from this and be like, oh, I'm not one of the ones that's doing it. Wow. I can't believe this stuff happened. I had literally no idea. I probably did kind of have an idea, but I didn't want to say anything about it until someone brought it up. And then I was morally obligated to say something about it. Right. Exactly. It's it's neat to just not notice <laughs> the uncomfortable woman in the room who's spoken for five minutes. Yeah. You know, for three fucking hours. I don't know. Anyway, my point is just like, you know, uh, well, and, and Garrett's response, which I, I don't want to get too much into. No, it, but, we don't need to get into but it. It's, but his sort of thing was like that, you know, he's kind of, he's socially awkward. He has like some sort of un... Personality disorder. Some personality disorders. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I get that, but he was also like, this is not the first time this has happened. This has happened many, many, many times. And it's like, then why did you have me on stream? Right. That's, why didn't you warn me? Yeah, Something. that's the thing is, I don't think any of us in this room are wholly well in the brain. Uh, no, <laughs> and, definitely not. And the thing is, if I'm if I'm going into a, a, a real serious thing with somebody... That's like the first thing that I say is like, hey, BT Dubs, I'm a broken human uh, in a lot of ways, and I'm probably going to bring the room down at some point, and I want y'all to be aware of it because I don't want to make y'all your life worse. And in a conversation, I don't expect that the things that are fucked up with me is an excuse because there are plenty of people in the world who also are like that, and they don't do this shit. Right. And it's hard, but like... I feel like it comes down to accepting <laughs> criticism and like internalizing it. That's right. a good sneeze. You I did, did a big sneeze in the middle of your. It's okay. In the middle of your I talk, like and your passion. It's, this is the this is the podcast. Right. We're really professional over here. It's true. Anyway, okay. So so yeah. The last couple days, bullshit drama out of the way. Yeah. It, this day, this weekend, whatever. It was. I I've. I'm I'm just glad that I got to come down here because I was feeling real shit. Yeah. And I know you were probably, y'all both are probably feeling pretty shit. And, hey, and, yeah. And so, like, like literally on the train, there was a point where I was listening to, what the fuck was I? I can't remember what I was listening to. Oh, I was, I was listening to the, uh, the, the soundtrack to The Return, Twin Peaks oh, The Return. Right. Nice. Yeah. And we were passing through the Wichita Mountains, and I just started crying, looking mm, out, looking out. Because I was like, God, I just <clears throat> wish there was somebody else on this train with me. And this whole, mm. this whole time, uh, hanging out with y'all has been like, oh hey, there's power in numbers, kind yeah, of like that, that thing I said in the video I made. Right. Remember when we when we went to Walmart and it ruled? Yeah, yeah. that's and, new. Yeah, and it's I that was when it first struck me was oh this is a situation in which my social anxiety would cause me to break down where I've had to just run out of Walmart's that are that packed and yeah. like go into my room and sit in quiet and just like shake. For right. a while. And we were laughing and yeah. like making jokes and having fun. And it's because each of us was sharing a bit of the burden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. And it, yeah. And we like formed our own little bubble there. Yeah. And it was fine. I guess we can talk about like trans shit now that we're 20 minutes in. Yep. Oh, yeah. And um, this is the trans questioning podcast? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just want, I, I never know what the fuck podcast I'm on. Yeah. You know? I put out, um, <laughs> I know. I like this podcast because they let me talk on this one. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. They ask me questions. And they probably, you know, say my fucking name. Right. Anyway. How do you how do you feel about this, Nix? Mm. Yeah, I'm an internet handle. Yeah. Everybody else gets to have a name, but yeah. not I. Not you. Anyway. Yeah. But you do get the thumbnail. Anyway. God mm. salty. <laughs> Uh, somebody, some, so I, I fully expect that that part of the pot of this podcast, this episode is going to be clipped and used in somebody's like takedown video. It's like, I hope so. why do these trans people have to hate our beautiful, wonderful, sweet, white, straight, cis Garrett. allies? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are we self-destructing ourselves and being so petty? Well, I don't know. Cause well, fuck y'all, I guess. Damn, Sarah. I'm over here like, yeah, it sucked. And you're over there like, fuck y'all. We're <laughs> going to come to your house and kill you. <laughs> well, just, I did you, literally say that. You don't have to pretend like you're not mad. You don't have right. to be like trans people aren't aren't angry. We're mellow. Honestly, no, you- yo. So, okay. So there was this dude I was talking to on a dating site like a month plus ago. And yeah. like I made this joke where I was just like, yeah, I'm trans. Like I was saying I couldn't open a jar or something like that. And I was like, I'm trans and angry. And they were like, that's a stereotype. You okay with being stereotyped? And I was like, I think that we're angry for reasons. And they were like, uh, okay, fine. You know that they kind of like scoffed at that. It's like. Y'all, we're fucking mad, okay? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? We're supposed to pretend we're not mad? Everybody's, like, so condescending to anybody who has emotions. It's right. such bullshit. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry that my anger disrupts your, like, cute little life, but, like, yeah, <laughs> it, it ain't like that, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm mad, but your your world is destroying me yeah and and i deserve to not be destroyed right and luckily y'all motherfuckers don't even notice right anyway (sighs) so i put out the call for a bunch of questions and some have come in and i gotta be honest y'all i love every single one of you and i would never say anything bad but some of your questions are shit garbage wow uh hey What's our opinion on Dark Souls? Um, okay. It's a video game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you the, own it. I, I own you every own, iteration. You own of Dark every Souls. single. Okay, I, I shouldn't call out that one because. Here's my opinions on video games. Ready? I, I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like video games. I, I, I don't play a lot of video games. I have never played a lot of video games. I bought the, um, I bought the new. Pikachu yeah. game. Pi- yeah, let's go Pikachu. Yeah, let's go Pikachu. Yeah, I, I bought it. I got as far as naming all the characters. I caught yeah. like three Pokemon and then I gave up. But like, I felt like I reached my pinnacle of achievement when I named my, my rival Moist. Yeah. <laughs> I named him Moist. Yeah. And, and then I was like, oh, we're done here. We're I've done. completed the game. However... I have played all the Dark Souls games, yeah. and I have beat them. Yeah, I've played a shit ton of those. They're really fun. They're good games. They're, they're good really pretty games. solid games. I could yeah. play. I could probably. That's they're the only game series that I could sit down and play right now. Yeah. No matter how dated or weird it is now. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that it goes beyond critical analysis. Where, yeah. Like I feel like I feel like there's a million Dark Souls <sighs> hot takes, but really the truth of the thing is like. You know, you can complain about little intricate little details of the thing, but, like, those games are playable as fuck, and they're fun, and I like them. Yeah. And that's my hot take on Dark Souls. Yeah. Are you about to say something, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, 
I, I really don't like video games. I own an Xbox One S back in Washington, and I bought it for the sole purpose of watching four play, 4K Blu-rays. I don't oh, own me a too. single Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't own a single game. And the only thing I don't like more than video games is just kind of... I, um... Because of the people I hung out with in high school, I have seen the worst of uh-huh. gamer culture. It's just monstrous and kind of horrible. I got like a million stories. Like I dated someone and um, we would only see each other once a week. And she would just play this game on her phone for like an hour. And I'd like beg her to stop doing it. I'd be like, please, we only get like limited amount of time to see each other. And she just wouldn't stop. And uh, even worse than that, I had I went over to this friend's house and she was playing League of Legends and um, her dog shit on my bra. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, um, (laughs) I went up to her and I was like, your dog shit on my bra. And she was like, oh, okay, playing League of Legends. She's like, oh, okay, you can go clean that up in the bathroom. (laughs) And the whole time I was cleaning it, she was just fucking playing League of Legends. And like, it's, I I understand, you know, there are cool gamers and stuff. There are gamers who aren't like that. But like, games by design are trying to get you to play them as long as humanly possible. And a lot of them won't let you just pause the game and pick it back up later. You know, they're designed like by nature to keep you in the game world for as long as humanly possible with no breaks and people will just get in their computer chair and play it for like 24 hours straight it's fucking miserable i my god damn that's a good take i like that take (laughs) Uh, I love video games. I have a lot of feelings about video games, but I hate video game discourse. Mm-hmm. And like this next video that I'm working on is is uh, involved in video game discourse, and I am not not excited for it because mm-hmm. it's basically me saying AAA games are garbage. Play games that look like shit that you've never heard of because they're made by artists who want to make art. Right. So I I just so the Mornhammer who asked us to, to talk about Dark Souls, I didn't mean to insinuate that your question was trash garbage. Thank you for giving me money on Patreon. Sorry for yelling at you. I'm so sorry. Yo, video games is dumb. Vi- got vi- yeah, got video him. games is dumb. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog was the was the first and last good video game. <laughs> Y'all can go to fucking hell. Um, on that note, on that note, we got another question from a friend of ours named Lily at Moth Cub or Cub Moth. But also oh, you mean Moth is that Cub. that person who who sniffs dogs' butts? Yeah, I believe so. I heard that. Uh, uh, this is so. I feel like. We have to talk about this because I was on Twitter the other day and there was this really, I don't know, this really sweet thread talking about like species of butterfly. Mm. They were really gorgeous. There was like a Brazilian butterfly picture in there. And then there was like an African butterfly and they like really close up macro pictures. And then fucking moth cub comes in and she says, I think butterflies are Nazis. What the fuck? I listen, we can't just call everybody we hate Nazis just because the the butterflies lean right. Doesn't mean that they're Nazis. Can we talk about how fucking moth cub that's a super a moth cub thing to do. It is because she, I think these butterflies she likes, are Nazis. Because she's a, she's fucking 
She's fucking moths. That's, oh my god. Yo, she we, has <laughs> she has an ideological bias. Right. Well, and how the fuck how the fuck does she get time to get on Twitter? When she's out there sniffing all those dogs' butts. That's my sort of thing, right? I don't know. Do you know this person we're talking about? Uh, Thank God. Her videos are are just the worst. Yeah, Uh, I just... And and what's really fucked up is I just can't quit giving her my money. Right. (laughs) That's the thing, is that every time a video of hers come out, I'm like, oh, maybe this one won't be good and then i watch it and i'm like yep it wasn't good son of a bitch god i always waste my time doing this and yet i click the like button and then i like retweet the 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 video and i hate myself doing it the whole time oh yeah why is lily a witch that is casting spells through the internet and forcing her critics to like her i don't know i think butterflies are nazis yeah Yo, uh, she's I, I'm I'm she is a curse, a plague upon my about upon my existence. She's like, I got shirts, and I was like, shirts. I bet those look like shit. And then I go look at them, and I go, these are cute. Fuck. And yeah, I bought them. God. And then she was like, Hey, y'all, I got art that I don't want anymore. Do you want some of my? And I was like, How much money on PayPal? <laughs> I'll, I'll take it all. Give it all to me. I I don't I can't I cannot I cannot stand artists that ask for money to be to be TBH I think it gets in the way of activism I think uh, I, I think my video see my videos are not monetized exactly. and if they are monetized it's because some asshole claimed the video right. and monetized it yeah yeah um, we're, we're better than that because I why patreon.com slash LTA I can't be I can't be monetizing my shit because this is not about making money, right? Mm-mm. This is about um, being uh, the good one, a the, good one. Yeah, this is about being a good one. Which, I'm a which, good one. Which Lily at Cub Moth is not. No, she is not one of the good ones. No, she makes I, us all look bad by need, fucking calling butterflies Nazis. Absolutely, like, come and on. sniffing We've dog got real Nazis out there, absolutely. like Stephen Crowder. <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> John Landis. John Landis. <laughs> Noted Nazi Jewish man John Landis. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that's it. Oh, did you no. hear the thing The Rock said? Did we oh, talk about that? We can talk. I I do want to. I want to. I want to wrap up the 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 cut moth thing. Okay. Real sure. quick. We need to get Biggest Joel on this fucking podcast to talk about the insidious shit that she is doing to him. You know what? Here's an idea. We should host a debate between yes. Joel, Big Joel, which his name is Henry. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Does isn't the, that, isn't the that internet know? Uh, oh, shit. Did you I just, think, did no, no, you no, just the internet dox him? Oh, did, shit. Did you just dox uh, Big I Joel? Just do- dox Big Joel. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we need to get we need to get Big Joel and Cub Moth to do a sort of debate and yes. see who comes out on top. The answer is that Cub Moth will win. Uh, 100%. Cub Moth is queen shit poster. Yes. No, I the the most exciting thing that happened to me over the last 2 days was that she decided to grace me with a shit post battle and it was the f- best fun I've ever had. Uh except it wasn't cuz I hate her. Anyway, no. let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> you just pulled the saddest face. I was like, hate. <laughs> but I love her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So what did The Rock say? Oh, he's, he said he blamed 
the was it snowflake generation yeah. generation snowflake generation snowflake which honestly sounds pretty rad yeah <laughs> i want to be part of generation snowflake uh to, to sorry i just i have to say eventually snow is going to be the thing of memories we're headed there generation snowflake is going to be like the message of hope like uh, generation snowflake we are for a world where snow still exists right the, the the world doesn't have to die. We are Generation Snowflake. Down with the fascists. Oh, that's a fuck of a bummer. You know what's really fun oh, to think about? That is a fuck is of a bummer. How, yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, you know what's down. really fun to think about is how, like... Like when, I don't feel like an like a like a an individual like a snowflake. I don't feel like special or anything. Right. So when people refer to me as a snowflake, I'm like, uh. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to say to that. Anyway, no. but luckily, noted whole ass rich man, <laughs> The Rock, has a problem with you know uh, trans people on Twitter. You know, yeah. I, I don't fucking know. I don't know either. Color me shocked. Anyway, right. remember when we wanted him to run for president? LOL. Mm, what lol. else we got? Uh-oh. Yeah. This, what, what, what else on the doc? Sure, we got some more questions. Yeah, we've... we have This this podcast is a fucking disaster. Yeah, um, this one specifically. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Um, if your Uncle Jack helped you off a horse, would you help your Uncle Jack off a horse? Aha, that's a good point. Elliot, do you have an that's opinion on this? <laughs> no. Oh, Okay. Damn. Uh, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Please discuss. Okay, so what is it with the fucking horse shit? I... <laughs> okay, Horse shit artists! Alright, y'all can fuck off with this shit. Yeah, that's what I mean when I say a lot of these are trash garbage. Y'all, get out of the mood of the fucking shit posts. I know it's all we've been doing for the last 48 hours, but this is a serious podcast for adults. Yeah. Um... We could we could potentially talk about the trans masculine experience because we have that. That's true. We could we could do that. And oh, to that end, why did yeah. you cringe so heavily? Oh, I was just doing a little bit. Oh, okay. You realize uh, they can't see you doing oh, the bit, right? Oh, so you can. Okay, uh, true. To that end, um, there is a question from Adequate Emily, noted friend of the show, and also us. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, since I'm curious to ask uh, their approaches to being trans, being in opposite ways, play into their relationship, and if they feel there might be a new component to it compared to other ones they might have had. So how does y'all's gendered experience of the world play into y'all's relationship? Like our, our, our yeah, thing? Yeah. If you're, if yeah, you're cool. First off, I, I highly recommend you block Adequate Emily on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> already done. Done. Finished. Yeah. Anyway... Okay, what are um? Why don't you talk a little bit? Yeah, about that. Um. <clears throat> hmm. So, I don't know how much I want to like get into this, or how much I'm allowed to get into this. But um, in terms of like relationships, I've always taken on a much more dominant role in them. Even I remember like early on, it's. I was uh, going on a date with this guy from the... He was, like, ex-military. And um, we went to a movies. And, like, I don't know. This this was kind of more weird on his part than on my part. But, like, I put my arm around him. And he told me to stop because it made him feel, like, inferior and feminine. 
And, um, I mean, it was just kind of weird, but like in general, I've always taken on the more like dominant or masculine, I guess, uh, role in the relationship. I, um, I like being more independent and, uh, powerful and being able to kind of do whatever I want. And, uh, I think that like, in terms of like me and May's relationship, like, we're both very dom or not dominant, uh, independent kind of people. Like we're kind of, we've, we've both, um, we both like to have our own freedom and we both like working and doing things for ourselves and, you know, all that stuff and not having to rely on others. But at the same time, I think that makes the dynamic in our relationship much better because we're so willing to like help each other when we can, but at the same time, like, you know, can do things for ourselves. Whereas like, I don't know, when you take on a dominant role in a relationship, more often than not, you end up with like people who don't really know how to take care of themselves and you end up kind of like taking care of them. And, uh, basically they turn into like your child and Ugh. not your partner, just yeah. your child. And you always have to fix everything and take care of them and baby them and stuff. And it's just like they're they're grown adults. I'm not looking for sh- something like that. And so while I've been able to kind of maintain um, this relationship uh, with a with a, I guess, a role that I'm comfortable with at the same time, May, May is perfectly capable of taking care of herself and, um, you know, and also speaking for herself. Thank oh. you for uh, just going ahead and just... Just like a man. Just like a man. How's it feel to be isolated in this conversation? <laughs> to be the only man in the conversation, Elliot? Oh, oh are you sh- shrinking down? I'm joking with you. <laughs> uh, well, and, Speak okay, for me, please. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing. Like, um, in the past, like, Sexually, the weird thing is, is like I would um, I would date men and they would take on like in the in the outside of the bedroom, they would take on this much more like, you know, submissive position where I'd have to like take care of everything. But then Mm. like uh, sexually, the experience was more like they would be they would want to be more dominant of me. And um, for the longest time, I would get like panic attacks. Um during during stuff like that and i would just i would always be like oh i wonder why that's happening that's kind of weird that's a mood Uh, yeah yeah, um yeah just because i and 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 sometimes i think back on it and i just kind of feel sick and it just kind of it created this horrible 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 dysphoria for like the shape of my body and um just i yeah i it kind of just freaked me out and um i don't know yeah i i uh i want to go off on that yeah because this is something that i've i i I don't like to assume that there are any aspect of my experience is universal Mm -hmm. but uh uh, a lot of people of uh, uh, uh trans trans masculine trans feminine people identified with a lot of the shit that i said in my transitioning video and we've been talking about this a lot uh, the last couple of days. Uh, this like this thing that you just described, I 100% get that. Mm-hmm. And been realizing that it's because so many of our previous relationships 
uh, were under the assumption of things that were taken for granted, where it's mm. like these are basic roles that like we never talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of them were in some way traumatic because mm. I never felt able to question myself or like explore myself. These were the roles that were expected of me. Right. And it's like, yeah, real like all of my sexual experiences retroactively are sort of at least pseudo non consensual. Right. And right. they deeply traumatic. <clears throat> and just admitting that that they're traumatic is like is it feels wrong somehow, but it's still like, no, it absolutely was. Yeah. Well it's and true. Well I, I, no, I no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, and that was the other thing um, that we talked about for like two seconds. It's like I um, sometimes will sit down and like write about like my my sexual experiences as like a teenager because I was I was a little crazy. I was a little <laughs> wild boy back then. Um, but um, you know, telling those stories to my friends in high school, which was kind of ironic. I adopted this kind of frat boy personality in high school. <laughs> where I was just like really loud, a little bit misogynistic and um, always talking about sex Ugh. and just kind of, I dated this girl and God bless her heart. She fucking ruled. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I was just like, I was just this big douchebag, like hyper masculine asshole. And I would always like talk about like all the sex I was having and be like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. And now um, when I write about it and like stories and stuff, I can't think of any other way to describe it besides just gross, Mm -hmm. just disgusting, horrible, awkward. And and it's not like it's part of it is like a stylistic choice, but also part of it is just like I literally can't think of a more accurate word to describe how I felt about this scenario. Just looking back on all of it, it's fucking disgusting. (sighs) Yo. Mood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to throw 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 sort of my hat in the ring here mm-hmm. to use a phrase that no one should ever use. None of it, none, of us, none of us are wearing hats. No, no, no hats in the room. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm currently like going through this thing where like <clears throat> my last ex is like really very confused about like why I had to not be in that relationship and like why I had to move on and 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 all of that and like. I don't want to get too intimate into that because, like, you know, sure. I don't want to fucking do do that to her. But, like, the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the thing about, like, needing to progress because of, like, feeling stunted, like, it's, it's, like, such a need that, that you have to just detach from things. Yeah. People just don't understand that unless they're in this position, I guess. I don't know. But like people get so mad at you when you're just like, no, I have to just, I, I like, I have to do this for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, the relationship, you know, whatever. I mean, I think like my ex is pretty cool you know, right. or whatever, but like, they just won't understand that, uh, I had to do this sort of thing for me. And it, a lot of it is traumatic. And a lot of it is like, mm-hmm. when I think back on it, I get really sad and really upset and really scared. And it's like, yeah. now I'm kind of in a post that world and I'm trying to continue to go in that direction. And like, 
no matter how much you explain that to somebody, they will not believe you. They just won't believe you. Um, Or at least that's sort of where I'm at, so. Well, fuck. When I moved to Texas, it was just like, I don't know, when I first moved here, it was like the single-handed, like, happiest week of my life. I woke up every morning fucking stoked to be alive. And all of my friends were just like, in in my messages on Facebook, just like, why did you have to do that? You know, you, you left me here. You left me all alone here. And everyone wants to call me every day. And they're like, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? When are you coming back? And it's like, well, if you want to see me so bad, fucking visit me first off. Why don't you come and visit me? Don't expect me to come back. Right. Every time I move somewhere else, they're always like, when are you coming back? It's like, I don't fucking know. You want to you want to come here? Right. But second off, it's just like no one wanted to be happy for me. No one. I couldn't like talk about all the good things that were happening because everyone in my hometown, their lives were just fucking miserable all the time. And I felt so guilty about being happy. And I was just so after a while, it just got so infuriating. Like, why can't you just let me be happy? Why do you only care when I'm why do you only listen to what I say when I'm fucking miserable? Just like. Please let me be happy. And like, <clears throat> literally, that's like that's like my thing with my mom. Like right mm-hmm. now is just because you live here now, and it's like that seems like a fairly okay, natural thing to say. Like, hey, mom. <clears throat> so Elliot lives with me now. That's pretty rad. But I just know that she will be mad at me for being happy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, you know, I went and got all these piercings and tattoos and I'm pretty fucking stoked about it, but yeah. I can't tell my mom about that because she will not be happy for me about that. So I just have to try and create my own happiness over here. I have right. to be happy for myself or, or have people around that are happy for me. Yeah. You know, as opposed to people that just are never going to be happy for, for me. And so... That's just sort of a whole, just like an entire bitch uh, to deal with. (laughs) Yeah. You have to find... People are so fucking miserable all the goddamn time. Mm -hmm. And we live in a culture that is just cynical. Mm -hmm. And we trade in like detached cynicism and this like cool ass... You know, oh, I hate everything, which makes me cool. Right. Like this edgelordy nonsense. And that's just a process of slowly chipping away every piece of your humanity. And, like, when you're happy... Like, that's a, that's a joke in half of the movies and, like, stand-up uh, routines is... Don't you just hate happy people where they're yeah. always smiling? Like, what do you have to be happy about? Everything is terrible. Like, God forbid I don't hate myself for even a minute. Like, I still have... I still have to take medications. Right. I'm not, like, fine, Mm -hmm. but the world is bad enough. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm doing this thing that lets me feel good about myself for the first time basically in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I try to explain that to some of my family. And... All that they hear is uh, the person that I used to be. And they're like, well, that's nice. That's good, I guess. But there's still all of these things that you have to worry about. And I keep trying to tell them, no, you don't understand. This is not like, oh, I decided that I'm Sarah now and I'm putting on that name and I'm wearing new clothes. 
and I just d- decided to lose almost a hundred pounds because it's a right. thing that you just do uh, mm-hmm. without some sort of like psychological shift. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, like this is a fucking meteor that crashed into my life and is still in the process of like changing how I interact with every human person on the planet Earth. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I never want to talk to another cisgender person for the rest of the, the rest of <laughs> yeah, my existence yeah, because it's just so it's so weird how people feel like they're always walking on eggshells. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just it's 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 exhausting especially mm-hmm. when you start hanging out with other trans people and it's like, oh, we speak the same language. Yeah. Right. Oh, I don't have to have that overwhelming sense of guilt when I talk right. to you. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm not imposing anything on you. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I feel like my pronouns and stuff like that because people just refuse to, you know, they think, think it's such a problem. You know, they think right. it's such a big deal. And it's just like, you know, but you're around trans people and, and there really isn't that problem so much. What, what were you going to say? I got, I got something for all the, all the, all the cis people who are listening right now. Um, if you misgender a trans person just you you can do a little apology you can be like oh sorry and then correct yourself don't make it a huge fucking thing right don't be like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and it's just like so many so many of them i thought that'd be like basic knowledge but like so many of them make that mistake where they're just like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and i'm like oh my god just shut up just shut up you can misgender me just shut up i just want you to shut up yeah when, <laughs> and they don't the, when, when you pull that shit you're making it about you yeah yeah it, I, This thing of, uh, uh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you. I just thought, I didn't, I didn't, like, I, 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 like, no, just apologize and don't fucking do it anymore. So this is something that I wanted to talk about, and this is kind of uncomfortable, uh, but important. So, Elliot, Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday I misgendered you, and Mm -hmm. it was, I felt fucking terrible about it. And I've been thinking about why the hell I did that mm-hmm. because I'm not somebody over here who's like, ah, do, do whatever, fucking gender. What is that? Uh, I do a whole ass podcast about it. Like we're right. on that podcast right now. Uh, and I've been thinking about it. I, like I actually, when we were watching the greasy strangler, I had a really hard time getting into it at first because I was just like in my brain, what, what just happened? Why did I do that? Oh my God. Like trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. And when it comes to understanding and respecting gender, right. uh, it's not just about the words you say, but it's literally how you think and how you approach other people. Right. No, you have to completely restructure like your idea of what what it means to be a certain gender. And I mean, even last night um, at May's show, there were um, two... Is, can I talk about this? Go for it. I don't know if that's like something I should talk about on a podcast. There were two trans girls there and um, I called both of them boys. And it's just kind of like it's ingrained in like the way that we talk and the way that we think about like gender and stuff. It's just you see someone and you think they look like a man. So you just call them a man or they look like a woman. So you just call them a woman. And um, you, it's, it's, you know, it's just like. I, I, um, I get really sad when people misgender me, but, um, it's just, and and, you know, like, fuck cis people. I'm always going to get mad (laughs) at them. Yeah. Cis people are fucking gremlins. Um, (laughs) 
but uh just jesus christ you know so sometimes you just i i have like boobs and sometimes you can see them in my shirt and stuff like that and so like people are like oh oh boob boob girl that girl <laughs> that's girl <laughs> uh yeah and they're like no boob no girl there well it's just like you guys were there like yeah. yesterday when yeah, my car yeah. died on the phone it's just like uh, i have a very like pretty feminine phone voice or at least i put one on for cis oh, people for sure. and they still fucking served me they the served you way. so pointedly yeah it wasn't even like yeah it's, they, like, they made a point like they exercise right. they, they put, made a point to do the it expl- the exp the uh, uh, not explanation point exclamation point was yeah. audible right yeah mm-hmm. it was um uh not good hate no. that yeah. hate mm-hmm. that a lot but you know oh well but the thing i don't know as far as being misgendered goes it's just like i i think that we should kind of maybe consider moving to a world where we're trying our best not to say sir and ma'am all the fucking time yeah uh yeah. like especially service workers like why you training your service workers to fucking do that and and also like why are you forcing service workers to do that because most of them don't want to and mm-hmm. they know that it's not great to do but they have to because yeah. it's the job and they get you know people get mad at them if they're not respecting the customer like i understand that that, that that's a thing that's going on and a lot of service mm-hmm. workers are uncomfortable with that but it's like we need to do away with that shit right and well the solution isn't to just like the other thing is like you can't you can't deconstruct gender entirely because like gender is really important to me. Yeah. Um and, and and I know like non-binary people there's another element of it of just destroying the gender binary and I think that fucking rules. Um but like being a man is important to me and um you know sometimes May will make these little she'll she'll take some jabs at me because I'm a man <laughs> and um and while I you know I think that the average cis man would probably lose their mind over it it's yeah. just like I find it kind of gender reaffirming yeah. for her to be like oh classic man talking over a woman <laughs> like I find that to be very gender reaffirming <laughs> yeah well sort of I feel the same way when people say things about me yeah. even if mm-hmm. they're condescending or shitty mm-hmm. right uh yeah I don't know. And that's so that's the thing that I want to try to work on is when I see somebody like I know I immediately peg them as oh boy girl whatever. Mm-hmm. I need to stop fucking doing that. Yeah. And that's it's, not that's not something I'm sorry I didn't No, it, it's a, it's not something that you just decide to do in the sense of like okay, uh, I don't acknowledge gender anymore or whatever. It's just it's a thing you practice. Right. Where you have to, the the first step to any sort of large scale change in yourself is to notice the problem and accept that it's a thing that happens, and don't be like moralizing. Don't like, right. okay, Make I you- do this, therefore I am a bad person. Right. It's a thing that everybody does, right. and if you want to fix it, notice the pattern, and then every time it happens, just think about it again. Like, no, I should stop doing that. Right. right. Correct yourself, and eventually. That shit, you, 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 it becomes muscle memory and you stop. Right. Like everything else, it takes work. 